send it to me. Everybody you talk about says what? Send it to me. Like the podcast? Yeah, whenever it goes live, oh, like we, we want to listen. So all right, cool. Good. Yeah, coworkers want to listen. Of course, my parents want to listen. <laughs> so, Mom, Dad, I'm on a podcast. But, I don't one of my, one my best friends wants to listen. So nice. All right. Well, anyways, welcome everyone to the We Are Driven podcast. My name is Arun. I'm the driver. That's what I've been calling myself for like ten years at this point. Don't really know why, but I'm here with uh, my co-host Dan Larue. Um, how are you today, Dan? Good morning, Arun. Doing great. Finally over my cold. Good. Now, now we can do this without it being too cough and sniffly. And yeah, I don't have to like, try and hide my coughs in the mic. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, okay. So, so we're we're recording a podcast. Why are we doing that? Um, I am not a very visual person. I read things and I listen to things and I write things a lot better than I see photography or videography and make anything really special or significant out of it. And I do feel like what we're doing here with We Are Driven is special and significant and that it needs a platform that can proliferate the messages that we're trying to to get out there a little better than we have been doing. And so a couple weeks ago, we decided let's try out a podcast and we're going to do this until the wheels fall off because we've committed to at least 50. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, they're starting out as wagon wheels right now, but they'll eventually be (laughs) a set of nice forged 24-inch wheels. 24s. I don't, man, I was thinking. Because why why, why not? Why not go the big ones? We can go bigger if you want, but. (laughs) My my M4 had 18s, but they were 305 slicks. And uh, oh yeah, it was when I took those off that I crashed the car. So I know that that those are good. <laughs> yeah, right. I, you know that that's that's funny because I always felt I drove the best when I was on my slicks with the Mustang. So <laughs> you drove on the reason rain. that they are they are as expensive and as good as they are, and that why everybody right. Them. <laughs> uh, well, so we are driven. You know, you're you're listening to this. You probably know Dan or myself to start with. And uh, we're glad you're here. Thank you for supporting us right off the bat with episode one. And if you're coming back in the year 2028 to listen to this, thanks. I'm glad it worked out for us. I'm glad that you found it <laughs> and you scrolled persistently back through the feed and you're here to listen to us ramble in these early days with what I'm sure is poor sound quality, no video, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I wanted to start this podcast basically by telling a little bit about the history of We Are Driven. Now, Dan and I last week did a Q&A in which we talked a bit about what is We Are Driven, who is Arun, what is the driver, and it, it was a good answer but that podcast will probably never see the light of day because we had corrupt recording so here we are again oh <laughs> yeah you know maybe some uh some supplemental b behind the scenes role 
for later on if we want to put out some laughs. Yeah, but that like, first... this is where we came from. <laughs> that that very very first recording we did will never able to be able to be made into a podcast unless we go and sync up our individual audios because this program that we're using crashed when one of our internet went down. So yeah, of course. Thank thank you <laughs> thank you Chrome for crashing on me. Appreciate that one. <laughs> yes, um, but okay. So so what, well, I want to give the history on We Are Driven. Um, as a brand as a whole, because this podcast is designed to encompass the whole brand, the movement, the mindset behind driven, we are driven, uh, and what we're doing here. So we are driven officially started in 2020 in March or April, 2020. And if you recall, that was the very beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic situation and nobody knew what was going on. Everybody was staying at home. And it was during that time that I had just turned in my three month quitting notice to my last ever job. And in doing so, they kind of started winding down my responsibilities. I had very little to do. We were all stuck at home and I was very bored. And my friend who was about 9,000 miles away in California when I was living in London and myself said, you know what would be interesting is let's just start a t-shirt company for fun because why not? Got nothing else to do. And it seems easy to print t-shirts, come up with some interesting, simple designs that we would want to wear and and go forth and make t-shirts. Hey, everyone loves a good t-shirt. They, Everybody. they just work. I think you, yeah. you like, you know, I, when I was in college, I always bought like just solid color t-shirts from target. And it wasn't until I went into adulthood and had to start wearing real clothes to work. And then t-shirts became this sort of self-expression weekend thing. Um, and then, you know, you rotate them out and they become, your pajamas or after work or whatever. And it's just this like nice, comfortable, reliable thing that you put on. And so we, we just wanted to go ahead and try it out. And so we tried to come up with a name. That was kind of the first step. And it was a struggle because we didn't really know what we were doing. And the only reason that I, thought of that would give us a reason to name a company something was the fact that I really liked the word driven and I wanted it on a shirt. The reason that we called it, we are driven is because the, this friend and I decided or not decided, but we had experienced that when we lived together as roommates a couple of years before that, we were at our peak levels of productivity in our lives and we were working harder than we had ever worked before. And it was because the two of us were sharing a space that that we would see each other very often. We'd interact every day and we watched each other work really hard and it pushed each other to work really hard. And when one of us was tired and ailing and wanted to give up or say no or take the day off, the other one would say, no, no, come on, we got to do that. 
And that went back and forth the whole time we, we lived together where it was very easy to keep going because you had another person there that was driven in the same way and putting in the same level of effort and pushing each other to work as hard as possible to achieve our goals. And it was in that time that both of us experienced a lot of success at work, got into the best shape of our lives and completed a number of ridiculous car projects. And, and we were both pretty new to just garage wrenching and, and we were doing engine swaps and manual swaps and reinforcing the subframe and going racing and a bunch of really cool, fun stuff at the time. And when and you we guys moved sounded apart, like like you guys sounded like the coolest roommates ever. Man, I, was, I wish I would have met you met you a few years <laughs> ago. Man, that 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 sounds like a great time. Yeah. Uh, and so Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, like, yeah, you hear these uh these awesome stories of like companies that started out like in the early two thousands, uh where it's kind of a similar story to yours where they there are just so so driven people and there's so many things going on and, and the business busyness is unreal. And you talk about like when one's tired, you know, the other one takes over and there's a podcast I've been listening to and and they they're now almost 30 years later after starting this big production company. And they talked about how like they had a couch in their office and they would sleep on it and they would spend 14 days at their office and not even go home you know, to get the jobs done. So like your, your story is like, it's becoming uh, pretty similar to like these big companies that have started over the last 30 years. And it, it's, it's cool to see that's how the work happens. You know, it, it just takes a couple of people to, you know, to rotate shifts and to work hard and, and that, to not stop. Yeah. And, and it's hard to replicate that sort of experience and that it does just seem to happen organically in all of the stories in which you hear about it. But we want to make it not just happen organically. That's the point of We Are Driven. And by making these t-shirts, we wanted to identify more people that felt the way we did, where they were motivated by cars. They wanted to work hard. They wanted to not just be saying, oh yeah, I've got this cars and coffee on a Saturday morning and I got to go in for my shift later and I hate my job and this is horrible and I don't want to do this, but you know, I got to pay for gas and pay for the next mod. And, you know, I'm here with my Seven Eleven taquito and I'm super hungover and like, this is the life I'm living. And we were like, we've been working or at the gym the night before and then got up early, worked out again, then went to cars and coffee. And we were just like, where are all the other people? that are a bit more focused with their lives. And, and we weren't going to the cars and coffee that had just supercars at it. Cause we felt we wanted to be around the, the modifiers, the motorsports, those kind of people that, that are really grassroots in the industry. Cause that's where we came from. Right. You wanted someone that was more similar to the style that you were at at the time. At the time. Yeah. And that was, that was who we weren't intimidated by. Right. Yeah. There, there are people that you could, to. right. There, there are people that you could really connect with, even if you didn't really know them. And there weren't some intimidating CEO that's got, you know, a Lamborghini Aventador, you know, sitting there like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. 
And so that was the, the genesis of, of We Are Driven was creating a brand that we could hopefully sell to people that related to this feeling of coming together and being pushed by your team. And specifically sharing the values in our case of being a car enthusiast, being interested in success, being motivated, and all of that wrapped up together really expressed my love of the word driven in the first place. And as we've talked about before, I have the word tattooed on my shoulder. I got that when I was 19. I barely knew what I was doing at the time, but I felt that that word really resonated with me and defined me. And I felt that way because I am a car enthusiast who loves driving. So I am driven in that way, but I'm also driven because I'm highly motivated. I'm energized I'm goal oriented. And it wasn't until much later that I looked up the real definition of the word driven. And it was uh, to be relentlessly compelled by the need to accomplish a goal, extremely hardworking and ambitious. And I thought, yep, that's me. That's who I want to Nailed be. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> that is the, the aspiration that I have for myself is to fit that description. And so we pushed ahead and made some really crappy t-shirts. <laughs> and so I wouldn't say they're crappy unless there were ones before the ones that I own. Oh, there's way before that. We're to 2020. Oh, this is, this is a oh, long time ago. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So, so we, we use the third party printing site. We use Shopify and we, we did drop ship direct to garment on demand printing and every single shirt smelled like vinegar. Um, they were good prints, but the blanks that we used were really low quality. We used basically the cheapest brand you could find. After a couple months of wearing them once or twice a week, I got a seatbelt wear line just for my 45 minute commute every day. Um, the shirts started like pilling and getting white. They were gray. They started getting white right on the seatbelt line. So that was interesting. Um, and we kind of gave up after that. We just, you know, I, I lost a lot of enthusiasm when I saw that these shirts were really low quality and I thought, I don't want to sell these. I don't, I, we're not hardly making any money on this to, to break even on the Shopify. We've got to sell like 10 shirts a month, which because of the drop ship direct to, uh, DTG printing and just like all of that. It was a very expensive product that we were putting out, but it was a low quality one. Uh, and I didn't like that. And so I, you know, I got rid of the shirts. Um, we, <laughs> we had another mishap with trying to redesign them and, um, put the logo in the wrong place. So it was kind of oh. like way off to the side when you put the yeah. shirt on, that was a bad look. Um, but yeah, so at that time we gave up, we just said, this is not what we should be doing right now with our time. And, and I had started driven performance advisors. I was kind of down the path of entrepreneurship in another way and just didn't, didn't think I needed to, to keep going with the shirts at that time. Okay. What were you, okay. what were you? 
what were you getting for one of those low quality shirts? Like what, what were you charging just to drop ship one? If you don't mind so me asking. We were, I'm, I'm, I'm we were, curious. We were selling them, I think, for twenty-five or thirty. Okay. But we were making them for twenty-two ships. Oh yeah. So so you're making nothing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for 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 a shirt that fades in two washes and feels like I uh, like an old car rag. Like with how the texture is like yeah, super, like crust, super crusty thin, feeling. Yeah. Super thin, wore out really fast. Just Yeah. Well, friction. I put your new ones through the ringer and they're still holding strong, so Yeah, that one is um coming up. Well, it's about a year old, that 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 version. Or more than that. No, it's more than that. Um Let's see. I've got the one with the big letters on it. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the, I think the one that you're wearing. The one that I got the new. Yeah. And then the new one that you just sent me. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, nice well, shirts. Okay. Yeah. They're nice shirts. We've, we've discovered new blanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so in, in late 2021, my friend and I got back together. I had moved back from London. Um, proximity created the impetus to, to try again. Um, and so we um, made some new designs. We were copying Sean Whalen's Lines Not Cheap brand at this point. And so we were, we were doing similar designs. They seemed super simple. And it just seemed like a recipe that would work better. We were using better blanks and just sort of went ahead with printing for ourselves. And so we made, I don't know, probably 20 shirts in total between the two of us. And, and we're just wearing them for fun. Cause at this point it was less about we need to make money doing this and just like, now I want to wear a shirt that says we are driven on it because it means a lot to me. And so I was doing that for about six months, I think before I had uh, someone named Dan. I don't remember exactly who, but Dan, Dan, oh, I yeah, just kind of, yeah, just kind of fell into your life on accident. <laughs> well, fell into my, comments on Instagram and said, I want one of those. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It, what, what was the other thing? I think I answered a question on Instagram of what, what uh die cast car you had behind you at the time. Oh, I, I think you said, I think you, shirt. I think you said, yeah, if winner, get, uh, yeah. Whoever can guess what car this is, the exact model gets a free shirt. And I, it's like, I know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Mercy Lago still had it. Um, but yeah, so, so that was when I, I realized there was some demand. Um, and so I, at this point, my friend had now moved across the country and wasn't as involved in the business anymore. And, and I was going out and basically saying, this is my personal brand. We are driven. I've got the word tattooed on my shoulder. It means a lot to me. This, the, the community that we had created is not exclusive to us and, and we should continue to use the brand to bring more people into the circle. And so I went ahead and ordered a bunch of shirts to try to print them. But the problem was these were not my designs. They were his. <laughs> and so a couple of months into it, of I had only sold one, but I was promoting significantly more. Um, he came back and said, Hey, those are, those are my designs. And I said, okay, yeah, you're right. They are your designs. I shouldn't have been trying to sell them. We're making new designs. And so now we're into early 2022 and 
I made a bunch of designs. And so at this point I'd started investing in a designer and on top of that had a lot of momentum basically through Instagram stories of posting every day, my consistency, living a driven lifestyle. So I am waking up at 4am every day, working out once, twice a day. I've done 75 hard multiple times. I've got multiple businesses. I'm generating a bit of success financially doing something I love to do in the automotive industry, accomplishing my goals with, with cars in terms of buying a new truck, got an E90 M3, a race car that's fully built. And it, it's kind of starting to roll for me and the personal brand that I wanted to develop is, is building. And I would like the We Are Driven brand to kind of come along with it. And it's sort of the proof of the driven lifestyle is, is all of the results that I was generating. Yeah. And that, that's something that I can definitely learn from you going forward. Cause like, I'm not really a social media guy whatsoever. Like I'm not a poster. I may get on Facebook just to get on the, the car forums for parts and, and readouts or anything like that. But like, as far as like posting, you know, the daily daily lives and bringing a brand with me, that's something, you know, as we move forward with this podcast, I'm going to have to learn. And I'm glad that you have a little bit of experience and at least starting to get the ball rolling because I'm going to have to learn from that. And, you know, I know I know we have a, a couple other friends within our circle that are able to help teach and, and learn. I, I know I just saw a, a TikTok from one of our good friends on my <laughs> FYP page. It, it, like, I don't even have an account or anything. And he just shows up whenever he feels like it. <laughs> Yeah, that. Oh, I wonder what kind of algorithms they're using to make sure that that always happens. I don't know. I, it I don't it, know it always part. blows my mind. It it was his personal page. It wasn't even his work page. So interesting. Was like, wow. <laughs> Got to text him. Say, hey, I saw you again. Yeah. <laughs> so, so at this time we're in early 2022, and the brand is kind of a thing where it's associated with me and and hard work accomplishing automotive goals, entrepreneurship, fitness. I had lost 50 pounds over the year prior to this, uh, doing, doing the live hard program. And the, the results are starting to stack up. I've, I've owned this, this brand as a lifestyle for coming on 18 months to more than that, even almost two years at this point. And it's, it's totally changed my life. And so it seems right to be able to share that with people as much as possible. And there were a bunch of things that I still want to do in order to share that brand and share that lifestyle. Um, and so I started putting a lot of investment financially into the brand. Uh, so I got, we are driven trademarked. Thanks, Jeffrey. <laughs> ah, I, I was I was wondering if you if if you had done it. You had done it. Glad yeah. glad you did. Now, <laughs> oh good. Yeah, um, I got a website. I got a whole bunch of inventory, a bunch of t-shirt designs, and I thought this is an apparel company, a coaching brand because I feel like I have something to offer in terms of inspiring others and giving others the tools to make the most of their lives. I had gotten a lot of benefit out of investing in coaching and wanted 
to be able to offer that same value to others. And then I also wanted to build We Are Driven Compounds. And so this was the one that I really focused on at the beginning because I felt like it was a good key for me uh, to really build something from, from the start that's big. Basically, I wanted to go big. I felt like the apparel and the coaching brands would catch up to the compound and that the compound was this idea of going big, creating a really big marketing machine right off the bat. Um, and I started throwing a bunch of money at getting plans and marketing put together and partnerships to launch a compound. And the compound was basically going to be a gym, an automotive shop and storage facility and office space all in one to create a local driven lifestyle community that combines business, fitness, and cars under one roof, a huge community of people in your local area that all embody the driven lifestyle. We're all sharing with each other. We're all pushing each other. We're competing. We're partnering. It's creating a, a very powerful group of people that can come together and create a lot of positive change and live their best lives by doing, by connecting under one roof like this. Yeah, you were, you were really trying to go to the moon with that one and, and really try and create an experience uh, for really anybody uh, who, who wanted to be a part of, you know, the automotive lifestyle business health, you know, any of that sorts. Like I know like here where I am, you know, we, we have something similar. Um, I, I, I know it's more of a automotive uh, like storage facility than anything else. But like they, they do like these crazy, they're almost like condos for cars. Automotive. I have no idea. Yeah. I have no idea how it's going. I have not been over there and since the, the grand opening, but yeah, it, I, I, I totally understand where you're going with it because I feel like the place here would probably benefit from it in that, in that sort, because like they really have nothing else to offer other than like, Here's like a car apartment that you can build out however you want it. What, what what else do you have, you know, other than that? Like, how do you get people in there and stay in there and hang out and, you know, or do their work, you know, do a workout with each other, you know, of those sorts. So I, I get where you're going with it. I loved it. I still think you should shoot for that moon. And I'm still going to. I, I think the... The, the aspects of this that are all combined into one is, yes, you've got this aluminium type thing where individuals who have car collections who want to include cars in their social lives can come to this facility. They can hang out. They can look at other collectors' cars that are being stored in the facility. They can look at what's going on in the shop. We would have a motorsports section, a exotic section, maintenance and service, um, aesthetic upgrades, all of it would be under one roof. And, and that in and of itself is a business, 100%. I was going to have a partner for that. Uh, and then the last aspect was going to be the gym. And, and I've always felt like the best gym that I ever really experienced was my high school. Because Absolutely. They, had, they had numbers on the wall to facilitate competition. They had yep. loud music playing. Yep. And they had a very 
athletic focus and a really competent trainer who is there pushing you, giving you technique tips and advice. It was, it was super transformative to all of our lives, both in terms of discipline and fitness and athleticism and the culture that was built in that place. For sure. My, my, my high school workout center was the exact same way. You know, we would go five days a week. We'd have six coaches in there. We'd have an, our nutritionist in there. We'd have a, a, a workout coach in there, I think, who is now a workout coach for it, it's either Purdue or Michigan. I can't remember which one it is. You know, it, so like they had all the records on the walls and I was fortunate enough to be on that wall for about a year. So <laughs> what'd you, uh, what'd you, what were you on the wall for? Dips, most dips in a minute. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was this really strange record. I, I broke it my freshman year. Uh, and I, I weighed like a buck 35. Oh wasn't I, I was maybe like five, seven. I wasn't very tall yet. So like, I just cranked out these dips. Like I think I did. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) So like, like I was like, all right, this is great. And then uh, a year later, uh, another freshman came in and beat me. So, so, (laughs) you know, I'll I'll take that one record on the wall for, you know, a hot second. I think my brother's probably still up there for the bench record. But yeah, I I get what you're saying because like it was very, it was very routine. You know, you go in and you know what the schedule is going to be. They've got it posted up outside the weight room. You've got things to to go off of for benchmarks, for competition-wise. Um, you know, who do you want to chase? You know, do you want to beat the record from 1976? Go for it. Right, you know? right. Yeah, I know that was always whoever it was. You You idolized them. You wanted to beat them. And that's actually a key point to this is, the, the people who we are driven creates are role models. And this will take me into the next point here is that we're not just doing this for ourselves. There is a bigger picture here than just your own individual success. Although the way you accomplish the bigger picture is through working towards your individual success because Part of the reason that this started as a brand and a company rather than just me trying to be me, although that is what it has become, is because driven people are everywhere in the world. You know, people who are motivated by cars, people who are hardworking, people who want to be hardworking, they want to have a lot of energy, they want to be in good shape, they want to be financially successful, they want to drive the cool cars. That is an aspirational piece of American society today where you've got role models all over the country that drive Lamborghinis, Ferraris, Bugattis, Paganis, Koenigseggs, those people who have the most followers on Instagram, they are personal brands in and of themselves. They educate, they have coaching brands, they have really positive influence on society because of what they did to get themselves there. They worked really hard to accomplish a lot and now they are in good shape, financially successful driving cool cars. And that yeah, is my 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 uh my financial guy is like right on the cusp of of starting that journey uh cuz he just bought his second Lambo. <laughs> and like 
and and now like he's he's like the nicest guy ever like never says no like like he'll ask me every now and then hey do you want to take one of my cars to cars and coffee for me (laughs) so i can drive the other one and i'm like yeah of course i do yeah, but he's like right on that cusp of like getting a real following because of the things he owns. Like he's got a supercharged Lotus. He's got two. Tw- he's got a twin turbo Huracan Performante. He's got a, a just bought another twin turbo Huracan Performante Spider. So like, <laughs> of course they're all the same freaking color red. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, no, like he's he's like just like starting to get that following, and he's in with the right people to kind of connect them to it like he's on the snapchat now he's he posts instagram and, and it's really cool to see you know someone who's worked as hard as he has get these cool things and now the following is starting to come and it's generating business for him because i would have never met him without him being in the car world for me so like it, it works out for him and then he shares his experiences with others like he does with my wife and i and we learn from it and we continue to grow so it's cool to to like personally like see someone start that role and kind of go with it. Like I don't think he really meant to do it, but here he is. Yeah. And he worked for the cars before he worked for the popularity and the, the yep. business. Oh, yeah. along with mm-hmm. it. That's a huge piece of what we're trying to accomplish with We Are Driven because there are millions of people like that. And we're just here to facilitate you being able to achieve that goal for yourself. And as a result, help people, help other people along the way, because, you know, for the longest time, and this is certainly true of my childhood, money and wealth is this sort of demonized thing that if you chase money, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. You're being vain. You're being uh, disingenuous you're missing out on the real best parts of life. What I've found is you can, you can, and you should pursue money and happiness, quote unquote, whatever that looks like for you. Because if you don't pursue money, then you're, you're stuck being a slave in a job that you hate doing something you don't enjoy. And, struggling with your day-to-day you're not in the best shape you could be you don't have the best relationships that you could have you're not driving the car you want to drive and you're bitter about life the alternative is if you say screw this i want to become a millionaire how am i going to do it okay you can do it in the the cookie cutter ways and you'll work really hard and you might hate that experience too and you'll realize that money in and of itself is not what you should be going after but if you do what you love and create thriving financial success, that's the real win. That's how you really get somewhere that's impactful, that's living the life that you really want to be living. <laughs> and so yeah, and, and I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't say, you know, you use us as a as a benchmark either like like just because say hey like you know go out and make a million bucks you know you'll be the happiest person ever like i think what arun's trying to convey is you know find your happiness do what you love every day make your job uh something that you love it's a hobby you know something that like you want to wake up for and if that that hobby that's really your job only brings in 
150 grand a year, but you're living your happiest lifestyle, like keep going. And then from there, once you find the happiness, ask yourself, can you be happier pushing to 250 grand a year and go from there? You know, are, are, are you working for somebody or do you want to work for yourself? You know, take it in steps. And so no matter what in that example, if you're doing something that you love and making money doing it, you're adding value to somebody else. You're not just like pickpocketing people. You're not scamming people. If you're doing something you love, it's generating money through delivering value. And if that's the case, I bet you enjoy delivering that value. And I bet if you built the job or the company the right way, that it's not stressful, that it's not actually that challenging and you have so much fun doing it. That's been my experience. And when you do that and you realize that the real value and the real growth comes when you say, okay, right now I'm helping 10 people. How can I help a hundred as opposed to how can I help 11? That's when you not only are starting to generate a lot more wealth, but you're you're delivering a lot of value to more people. And if you're doing something that's scalable in that way, you're going to get more rich. You're going to be able to be the role model. You're go- you're going to be noticed whether you like it or not. And it's all. Yeah, it comes, it, it, it comes to, or- organically from there. Yeah. And it comes back to the fact that if you're listening to this, you're a car enthusiast. And so if you're aspiring for better and better cars, just because you want them for whatever reason, you love them, you you like the way they look, you like the way they sound, you've always wanted one, whatever it is. If When you get it, because you aspire to get it, somebody else has to. And so because somebody else has aspired to get it, when they see you driving it and then they come up to you at the gas station and they say, hey, what did you do to afford this? That's a huge moment in the fabric of our society that really inspires the next generation to keep pushing, to continue aspiring for greater things. And I think that that's so key to the We Are Driven message is that you impact people in your lives, whether you like it or not. And the next generation kind of depends on all of us to be able to strive to reach our highest potential, to get the car we want, to make the money we want, to be maximum physically capable so that we can continue to build better and better generations to come. And so to sort of segue here, the the vision is that we're installing the new American dream. By installing this new American dream, we're doing it for generations to come. And so let me explain this a little bit. The old American dream was security because our parents and our grandparents immigrated to this country they didn't have anything. They didn't have any skills. They didn't speak the language. They, they had to work really hard. They, they grew up in the Great Depression. Something about their life required, required going through a lot of adversity and struggle to build up to where you came around and you had more opportunity than them, such that you could aspire to have a better car, not just a car. Their American dream was a white picket fence, a house they own, two-car garage, two kids, happy relationship. That was their American dream. They wanted to be able to go to the beach on the weekends. They wanted to be able to 
watch their kids grow up playing sports and it was it was comfortable and that's great because at the time we needed security we needed to just overcome adversity and have a secure life so that our kids had a platform where they could grow up and do better so we're those kids like we're here now we're, we're young people we want to work hard in our lives we want to work hard accomplish a lot and we're not to where we want to be yet we're not 100 percent successful and i hope that you never get there but the the goal is to strive throughout your life for the right dream so that you can continue to do better than your parents and so your parents, your, your ancestors, however far back you need to go to really identify this sort of story and somebody in your, in your family, they created this platform for you. They created the security for you now to strive for the same thing as doing them a disservice. If you just tried to buy a house, have the family be comfortable, <clears throat> you're not going as hard as you could to live the best life that you could. And you as a result will get complacent because with the platform that you've been given, it's actually very easy for you to accomplish the same thing. You could, <clears throat> you can go to college, get a job, work the job, save up for a down payment for a house, buy the house, meet your spouse. I'm rhyming accidentally. Um, <laughs> and, and create the family and live happily ever after. But along the way, I bet you're going to be disappointed that you didn't try harder, that you don't have a better relationship with your family and your spouse, that you don't live in a bigger house, that you don't have a better car, that you didn't go out and start the company that you wanted to start. It's very easy to just get comfortable. And so we are here getting back full circle now. We are here to push you to stay uncomfortable and keep striving for more to achieve the new American dream. That's what my friend and I did for a couple years there in 2018 and 2019. We pushed each other really hard to achieve more with our lives in business, fitness, and cars. And the new American dream for those of us that subscribe to this driven lifestyle is to have thriving financial success, to be at peak physical capability, and to do what you love with your life. And in our case, that means driving awesome cars. For me personally, it means living with and creating an amazing family. And that's what I want for everybody is to be extremely satisfied on your deathbed. But you won't get there unless you surround yourself with people who are pushing you to do more because it's very easy to be comfortable. Absolutely. Got to continue to turn up the heat, you know, turn it up one more degree to keep, you know, pushing yourself forward. Yeah. And the, the way we do that is with this community, because now through what's what's become the driven network, which is <clears throat> a online community of hardworking and ambitious car enthusiasts all come together to push each other harder. You know, we meet once a week, but on top of that, you can contact anybody in the group at any time 
and you will find the motivation that you need to keep pushing. One of us has the answer. One of us has the answer. Absolutely. Whether it's a tactical piece of advice for starting your business or, or something to do with your fitness or something to do with your, uh, your, your car lifestyle and your, what you're doing with your life that you love. Somebody in here is going to be able to help you. And the same goes for being able to connect with and share the message with more people around you when you're wearing the apparel. <laughs> and then whenever these, these compounds get built, we're going to have local homes for the We Are Driven community that you can go to. You can build yourself physically, your business, your cars, and continue to chase the new American dream. So I'm, I'm very excited to be launching this this podcast. I hope this was a good baseline platform description, whatever you want to call it, that that gives you a bit of history and tells you kind of where we're going. I mean, I might be biased, but I mean, I had fun recording it. So, so 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 you know, I, 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 you know what? If you if you came back uh, in 2028 and you listen to this whole thing to this point, um, <laughs> let me know. I'll send you something. <laughs> I I promise you, I will. Do we do? I, I don't like. I guess if you want to learn more about about we are driven, it's wearedriven.co. Um. And otherwise, just just uh, I don't know. Call me. You don't you don't have my phone number. But call, try to find call, it and then call me. Yeah, call Arun. <laughs> uh, call myself. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, wherever you are on your socials. You know, but not uh, TikTok. <laughs> yeah, not TikTok. You will not find me on TikTok. I do not have an account there, same, and that's same. for strategic purposes. Because uh, <laughs> I because once I do, I'm in forever. Um, yeah, yeah, just search, search Dan LaRue. You, I am the only one on this planet that you will find. Wow. So, uh, that, See, I mean, that's not true. There, there's, there's one other one. It's a cousin, like long distance cousin, but he's way older than me. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm one of three Arun, Arun Kumars in the world. Uh, the other two live in India. So you, you probably are. I'm the yeah. one that looks like a white guy, even though I'm half Indian. <laughs> um, yeah, so so Arun D Kumar on Instagram, and Arun D does not stand for the driver yet, but maybe someday I'll actually change my name legally. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. It's a nightmare. Changing your name? Yes, it it'll haunt you forever. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it, it, there's so many. It, I don't want to get into it on this podcast, but there's a lot of legality things that you'll have to deal with forever. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, well, yeah, so. I can't believe you've actually listened 47 minutes into this thing, but since you have, thank you so much. Um, and uh, yeah, you know how to find us. Stay driven. See you guys.